Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pie, y'all say chef, pie chef. You listening to Pie Chef? It's a podcast about Top Chef, and that's a broadcast. It's on TV, and you can watch it. They got 19 seasons, that's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show, not the food though, but the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first name. Cause I don't know everyone's last name And I'm trying to be polite Now enjoy the show Welcome to the Pod Chef Podcast oh I'm your host Jamal With me is Reeves He's not going to say anything right now His co-host Brian is here He's not going to speak anything now Either we have a very special guest This is this feels rushed. It's not. Trust me. Uh, we're going to introduce our guest. Very special episode. Can't even, can't even do that over. I can't even do that over. <laughs> Just got to go, very, man. Just got to go. He's power through. Epi- episode. <laughs> Chef executive officer slash seriously fun guy. He just opened Joya's, which with a second restaurant, Agni, uh, coming soon. He's seriously busy. Please welcome to the show, Abishar Barua. Hello. Do I get like a applause or something or like a laugh track? Yeah, we'll I put can that do in. it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll you, put that in. You know what that I'll was, do for you? I'll the put other the podcast in. gave me a, a full soundtrack, so I'm just a little. Okay. What was the other podcast? Other podcast? Oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't disclose that information. It was oh. the other official one. Okay. It was pack your knives. Okay. Uh, all right. So welcome to the show, Avishar. Um, we let's pretend like we didn't have a, a hard time setting this up. Um, what have you been doing since the show? Uh, what have I been doing? Yeah. Uh, what does it look like? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you spent 30 minutes my... doing this. So what, yeah, besides that, more time prior to uh, video and audio setups for, for podcasts. So yeah. That's my, my, my wheelhouse. Uh, no, yeah, I've just been doing a lot of, lot of interesting things. Uh, I've been going around speaking, doing cooking events, collaborations, uh, mostly just trying to figure out my life and if I should be cooking professionally or not. Oh, okay. It's, it seems like, and and if I, you know, and if I'm talking out of church, that's is that the saying? I don't know. But when mm-hmm. people talk to, it seems like they don't like cooking in restaurants anymore. It seems like that's kind of a thread line through here. They're all like, "Yeah, I think I'm done cooking in restaurants." Like, I think Nelson is still doing it, yeah. but everyone else is kind of like, "No, I'm doing other stuff now." That's weird. I opened up too, so I mean, that's a little, oh. little bit different than well, everyone else, right? Yeah. Well, you, but then you just said you don't want to be working in restaurants. Wait, was that a joke? No, I mean, I'm in, I'm in the second restaurant right now. I mean, I opened up two in a year, so yeah, it would be counter to probably everybody else. But I guess I'm just a weird guy, so it's it's pretty normal for me to do the opposite of everyone else. So walk us through the the two restaurants you opened up. Talk about Joya. Uh, so Joya's is uh, it's a daytime cafe. Uh, the original idea behind that was actually when I started cooking uh, after my journey to New York a long time ago and came back to Columbus, uh, I wanted to see if I could do my own thing because I'd been working for my entire life. So I started doing what at the time, uh, 
people didn't really know too much of, but I was like, hey, let's just do like dinners at people's houses and see if the, if the food that we could make could stick. And that turned into, I guess, pop-ups. So we were doing quite a lot of those. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever done them before, like on the host, when you start doing them, it's kind of weird because you got to like go to somebody else's house and you got to like make the food somewhere first. Mm-hmm. And then you travel with that food, finish cooking in their kitchen, perhaps serve them booze maybe not maybe they have the booze then you got to do the dishes afterwards while they're like drunk and talking to you wow. and like it's just it's a, it's a very long process it takes a lot of time but uh what we liked was that we got good feedback and we got guest feedback because a lot of us when we start cooking we don't really we lose that aspect where we don't get the interaction with the guest we just have to make the food all the time that was the first time that i was able to step out of like a kitchen directly and actually talk to somebody and see if they like what we were doing um and we got some really good good interactions we got to meet a lot of people and remember that it's hospitality and uh I missed that experience. Uh, so I was like, maybe I could do more of this. Uh, so when we look at Joyous, I was actually just looking at a space that I could use as an office and do pop-ups in. Um, and then people just kept knocking on the door and they were just like, hey, what's uh, what's going on here? I was like, oh, this is the idea. They're like, well, why don't you open for like daytime? And I was like, oh, why not? Now we've turned into a daytime cafe. That's <laughs> uh, right. So we went for like, I thought I was going to have one person back one of the front and we have like 14 people on staff now. So it's uh, a lot, a lot in a little space. So did that then spin off for you being like, well, let's open up a new place? Well, the new place actually. So the one I'm in right now was the original. This was supposed to be the place. Uh, okay. And Joyce came along the way because I was trying to find some coffee set up. And my friend had actually, it had been her restaurant for her, her bakery before. Um, and I'd never been in the kitchen aspect of it, but it had like natural light. That, you know, we're like, it's, we're always in these sterile like light conditions where it's like very white and bright. So it's nice to have daylight when you go to a place. Um, and that, that just made me happy. And I was like, hmm, maybe if I'm happy, I'll cook better. <laughs> might be connected might be yeah. so the place is called agni yep. uh this one is called agni the other one's called joyous uh the main reason that i actually did two is uh, if you go from zero to one that says you're a restaurant or if you do zero to two you're a business center and then also like i couldn't figure out how to be at both places at the same time so one has daytime hours and one has nighttime hours so i can go in the morning mm-hmm. come here in the <laughs> okay um how'd you land on the name agni uh agni is actually the god of fire in hindu culture um and i'll show you i mean you guys can see what i'm seeing right now the reason that we did it i can't i'm not gonna try and flip the mic uh flip the camera i'll just flip the computer yeah so we don't, actually don't share your screen because the whole thing might blow up oh yeah. <laughs> uh this is actually based around this guy ah, this guy here so uh that is a grill work so it's a live fired grill and we wanted to uh space oh. around the fire so i've seen that yeah, yeah, they they do exist in several places around the world that cost more than cars. But I mean, it's if you're going to do grilled food, you should probably actually grill the food instead of using a gas grill. That's the grill you can raise and lower the height of the food, right? Yeah, yeah. Make sure the cool yeah. sound effects. It's, uh, it, it does it does that. It's like Francis Mallman kind of popularized technique of grilling over fire. But in every culture in the world, um, and arguably even humanity itself was founded around fire because fire brought forth like the ability to have like farms or a central source of food or a place to cook. Uh, they argue that's that's why we're here right now. Okay, so I have a question. Did you guys bat around the name Bakasura at all? Uh, we did not. We did not. Uh, there's is there's is like a one of those like Bofa jokes or no? I mean, okay. he's the the god of devour, right? Devour. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. We did not actually think about that. that although if I talked to you six months ago, that's what it could be called. So. Yeah, I mean, I could have been in that room. <laughs> you could have been. Yeah, you yeah. should have asked. Yeah, reach out to me earlier. I, 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 I noticed that I'm the last one in the list to be interviewed by you guys. That's really cool. I appreciate that, guys. Thank you. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Let's <laughs> get it. You're not it. last on the list at all. <laughs> oh, no, but somewhere I was, I was, in I was the middle. I was doing it every day. So I, yeah. <laughs> um, 
what was what did you what was going through your head when you got uh eliminated off the show yeah i was like oh it happened when i got on the show i i already thought i was eliminated so <laughs> just like can i survive past the first round there's actually like qualified people here and i don't know what i'm doing so <laughs> it's a little little bit different perspective than most of the other chefs they had a very good uh pedigree all of them are very very professional um they're from cities that are doing stuff um and like if you're in a city that's not a huge city, it's like someone like Maria's, she's been like nominated for Jim several times in a row. So it was like no joke. Um, I did not know them or of them as much before because I've just been busy working in a restaurant for the last 10 years. So I kind of lost touch with what's going on. But when I saw all those, I was just like, oh crap. Uh, well, I guess, guess there's always next year. Or <laughs> hmm. So question on kind of the same subject. Um, how do you decide who drives the BMWs? Oh, oh yeah, I don't know if you heard about it. I don't know if anyone else told you, but uh, as soon as I saw that car, I was like, my goal is to drive this as, until I get sent home. So like, every time they're like, who's going to drive? I was like, I, I'm driving. I am driving. They're like, we need your insurance. And I was like, just take it all. Take it all. Because I also like, I like cars and I knew the XXM. Like I knew of that vehicle before. And I was like, oh, this one isn't even out yet. It's going to be sick. So I, I jumped in it right away and I was like, Hey, did you guys know that this thing has like autopilot? They can press the button and then take your hands off the window. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, like. So, <laughs> so was, nobody uh, fought you on that. No, uh, no one was there like was six of them. So I, I just claimed the one that I liked. I like the orange one. I was like, you know, if I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in style. So I picked that one. Um, and then every single time, you know, it's everyone's. You know, if you look at the MSRP of the car, it's like over 150 at the time. It's a competition, so it's the top of the top version of that vehicle. So mm. I think some of them were very scared to drive it. Um, and. I just like driving so i was like cool yeah i'll, I'll be happy to drive all the time it's st- it's tough because like like I, at nighttime they like have the lights on inside of it so you have like leds lighting you up while you're driving it's kind of scary like you like, can't see the road because you're just lit up so much no that's good when you're driving a hundred fifty thousand dollar car that's good <laughs> yeah it's, uh, well, but did you know you can also cool and heat your cups so if your beverage is cold you can keep it cold if it's hot, you can keep it hot did, did they also scream at you say don't do that don't do that uh they the big thing was no music and uh, some of us, some of us couldn't bear not having music, so we did it anyway. And then you'll see that they didn't actually show any of that footage. So no, because <laughs> they couldn't get the clearance to play the songs while you're in there. Uh, well, there was also it was also like our technique for like if we wanted to actually like talk because we're you know we're all mic'd up. I was like, if you turn the music on, they can't use any of this audio. So we could just like, mm. watch you have to on you. You had to find That's... your techniques for for finding it in, you know, because they have it on. You're always mic'd. They are they're always listening. <laughs> That's true. Uh, what what was it like outside of like getting to drive at you you like to drive the the car what was it like in the bubble yeah, that was uh, terrifying no, that was uh was in a way it was kind of nice because all of us have been kind of cooking nonstop and putting ourselves in pretty bad places and positions physically and mentally uh we'd been going through a lot pre-pandemic and then during the pandemic those of us that have had still had restaurants we were there every single day there was less staff we were there was no days off um you know everyone everyone was trying trying their best to make the best for the most amount of people and that was the first time that we're like pulled away from that and then just stuck in a room by yourself, like alone. And then um, kind of started off as like an emotional crash for most of us. Because we were just like, for some of us, it was a, that period of time, like those whatever, 10 days, seven to 10 days that we were like in full isolation before we even started filming. I'd never not cook for that long in my entire life ever. So wow. I was like, I was like, you, you're, you can't like practice because there's nowhere you're just in a room. So then you like question yourself, like you're like, should I be cooking? Should I be here? Then you're like, do they, do they have cameras in this room? Are they watching me in the bathroom? You, you get really paranoid. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Oh, why, why are there so many birds on the walls? Like you just start, you question a lot of things. 
So then you come out and they have you start cooking. Then you start double questioning if you if you do bad, considering what the judges say. And you're like, okay, well maybe I was right. What I was saying to myself in, in the yeah, hotel I mean, room. You start off mentally uh, in, a, in a tough place. You have to clear. Obviously, you have to be fit to be on the show, so they don't bring on people that don't have mental endurance. And you know, they tell you right away, you're like, this, you know, this is a competition. There's going to be some feelings hurt. There's going to be things that go, and you have to be okay with that. And uh, as long as you remember that was the nature of it, it was okay. Some people may have gotten very absorbed because, I mean, psychologically speaking, if you're isolated for like 72 hours, you start to go a little crazy. So imagine mm-hmm. being isolated for an entire week and then after that, like an entire month during like the nighttime, like when they're like, hey, we're done filming, go back to your room. Like that's, uh, it can be very challenging indeed. <laughs> what did, like, I mean, again, it was like early in the pandemic and everyone wasn't like sure like how COVID It's Big worked. Brother's fault. They messed it up because when they were filming Big Brother, I guess somebody went out in Miami and caught it and it canceled the entire show. So they were super on the edge. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Who watches that show? Big Brother. I don't watch yeah, that show. What season is that in now? Uh, well, 39? it is nine. It wasn't that season because that season didn't air. So. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, do you remember what your uh, what your genre was for the drive-in movie theater challenge? Oh, yeah. I picked uh, sci-fi. Okay. Did you yeah. like Padma's acting? Was that fun for you guys to watch those? Uh, to be honest, like when you're in there, like you want to think about you're having a good time and you're enjoying those moments, but you're not. You're just like, when am I going home? I was kind of like, really, <laughs> like, like I'm home now. What did I do? Did I sabotage myself? It's a lot of uh, you, like even with other contestants, you think about them sometimes, but you're so focused on your own self that you just kind of forget to forget. The drive-in was nice because it was our first time like operating. We almost operated like restaurant service, right? We were doing waves and feeding people, and it was like we had to work together actually to for our team to win. Um, and there was real real struggles and real challenges. It started raining like. I don't know if I showed you, but one of our deep fires went out and I was like one of three people that needed a real life pilot light. So it was, it was, it was like, there was a real, real challenge ahead of us. There was no making that up. We had to take all the food from the kitchen out to the drive-in to like run it out. We had like half, mm. it was a lot of, a lot of running around screaming, trying to figure it out. Um, I filled the entire cooler with the nitro. So that was kind of fun. Um, they, that was, that was uh, me manipulating the, the rules in a way that worked in my favor for sure. But it, but it was great. <laughs> Is your Talenti gelato still available? And you can answer first with either saying gelat no or gelat oh yes. Uh, I refuse to do either of those things. Uh, I don't know you that well yet. So that's that's reserved for, for friends. Uh, you, you are not one of those yet. Oh, yeah. You have to come. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, one, it is Talenti's flavor. That's uh, when you win those things, you know, like that's, that's like I want a recipe like that. So it was inspired by me. But I mean, if, it, if they wanted to go all Ohio with it, they should have bought like a Buckeye Crunch or something. That would have been better received in my eyes. It's available. Uh, if you go to like Kroger's and Whole Foods, you can find them. Uh, it says like, it's not the peanut butter ring, it's the peanut butter crunch. It's just the flavor that, that uh-huh. you know, it was inspired. So um, interestingly enough, the flavor that I did for that challenge was uh, vegan, dairy free peanut butter gelato. So it was different than what's being served but the idea was to inspire a flavor and it's really cool to have that like hey look there's a product on the shelves that i kind of contributed to in some way yeah <laughs> total basically did a, all of the free work and then they just yeah. took it over and made all the money i think they paid me ten thousand for it so you know it's okay yeah. <laughs> after taxes <laughs> yeah you're i don't want to talk about that man i had to pay. <laughs> they don't give you the taxes they don't charge the taxes up front so i was like oh man now i owe this come on uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, i've proven right yeah we have a right. jar of the uh, of the gelato sitting like on a shelf somewhere. Just uh, ice cream. 
I did a commercial with them afterwards. They sent me like, so they get they send an entire like uh, like a freight truck. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna get like this whole skin of ice cream, and it just had like two little cases, like it yep. had like 16 total ice creams. And I was like, what? <laughs> why did you send? Why did you send an entire semi? Like, I had to meet some guy outside of like our 270, like outside of our freeway, because it was like a it was like a part of like a freight transition. I was like, oh wow, mm. like I could have just gone to the store and bought it. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> was, there no, was there other stuff on the? Co- was there other stuff on the truck or no? No, it was just it was very important to argue. And then the funniest part was when the guy gave it to me. He was just like, "Hey, are you the guy from Top Chef?" I was like, what the heck? "Oh, you said a fan." <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, it was, it was cool. That guy. truck driver wanna uh, please meet one of the Top Chef contestants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you have to drive. Truck. Yeah, it's like a monkey's paw sort of thing. Yeah. It's like I want to meet from Top Chef. It's I like was actually mostly scared that I might like be killed because I was like, I have never been to this part of Ohio before. This ice cream, like I. I also, we have Kroger everywhere, so I don't understand. Like Kroger's from Ohio, so I could just go yeah. there and buy it. Is that not? anyway? I just followed yeah. the directions. I did, I did what I was told. <laughs> yeah, that is how people disappear. Hey, just follow these directions. Don't ask any questions. Yeah, you're going to be in a commercial. Don't worry. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Money. Fine. You'll get the money after. <laughs> um, I have a question that is also a question one of my friends wanted me to ask you. Did you taste the the curry before you served it to? Uh, the first responders when you, on that episode, the seventh uh, seventh episode when you got sent home. Yeah, did you course. taste I it? Said like seven times. Yeah. Did you think that it was under seasoned? I did not. Um, I thought it was fine. I actually shared it with a lot of the other contestants too, which may have been the mistake because when you do that, then they have uh, flavor references. But I shared some with Shad, and he's like, "It's really good." Um, he's like, "It's smart that you did this." So it was very very peculiar. Uh, it, yeah, it, I thought it was fine, but also you know we were sequestered. For how long? Maybe our minds and palates were off. It makes you guess, guess yourself. Um, yeah. I, 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 when I had had it, I did not think that was the case. But that's okay. That's that's the nature of competition. Maybe everyone's just so much better that mine was just terrible. <laughs> is that is that a recipe that's in um, Joya? Joya's, uh That specific recipe, that one is not because I mean, when you do these challenges, you're using different ingredients too. You're not using stuff that you normally would. Um, I think there was also a, a second thing that was an interesting point was they were talking about like this is actually what my mom brought up because she, she was pissed off she, she was she's like what, what's that all about i was like i i don't know she's like how are they saying that it was like bloody or undercooked don't these people eat medium or steak all the time so <laughs> and i was like that's a good point also i cooked it for yeah. two days straight so i'm not really sure how it could be like yeah. I, don't, I don't know how any of those things could be the fact but it was you know it was like it, it was every time you lose, lose somebody else it gets tighter and tighter so it's possible that my mine was even though it was completed it was not the, the best one so there was a lot of a lot of doubt at that point anyway so we were all just kind of we were all very very emotionally tired uh probably around like i think the, the drive-in challenges where we hit like a point where it's like oh my gosh like we want to see our family like we want to do those things like uh, the the reality of real life was kind of setting in where we're like hey how are our restaurants doing so uh there was a lot more mentally going on than is seen i think i'm sure that it, it is that the curry is actually really good but like would would someone go to your restaurant and be like, "Hey, give me the the food that sent you home"? Uh, like, I don't know. Um, the, the other thing is like the first dish that I made was based off of a very popular dish that we had, which is a high ninety half duck that we do at both of our restaurants, and it's like uh, it's one that is actually you know when it's prepared properly, it's very good. But maybe maybe it wasn't prepared properly for various reasons. I don't know. <laughs> it's like when you're on when you're cooking on television or doing a competition. You're not in your own stuff. You're not using your own range. Um, you're not even using the rice you're used to. You're using a bunch of other things. It's it's the idea is that everyone is kind of exposed to the same. So who's doing the best given what they have at that point? Um, and there's just like a lot of like second guessing yourself. Like you go like, am I cooking for me? Am I cooking for the judges? 
here's a pro tip cook for the judges. I mean, they're saying mm-hmm. cook your own food, but it's everyone's got a different palate. Um, they prefer their food saltier, is what I noticed. So, like, there was one that I thought I was like, I'm going up for this because it tastes like like brine. And they're like, oh, it's perfectly seasoned. It's very good. I was like, oh, shit. It must have bought cigarettes, you know? <laughs> so, it's blasting it cigs before they go on screen, just chain smoking. Like, this doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. I mean, it was a tough time for us all. Uh, I, I, I don't endorse uh, or condone smoking tobacco products whatsoever, but there was a point when everyone kind of started doing that because, like, you know, under our regulations and the rules. So, how do you get fresh air? You gotta go for a cigarette, otherwise you're stuck in the building. So you know what I mean. Like, so that could be like an excuse to go out, or if like you just needed a moment to yourself. Um, that's sometimes what people did. That's see that see it's 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 fun to know that, that happens in a TV show too during a pandemic because like when you work an hourly job and you don't smoke cigarettes and your coworker goes outside every twenty minutes, you're like, hey, how come he gets so many breaks? Mm-hmm. And it's because he smokes, and that's not fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, life isn't fair. So you, what do you, you can you can always find something you're like, well, this person's doing that, and I should be able to do that. I think it's uh, just based on the situation and whatnot. Um, we we learn to get used to it. It can get frustrating sometimes when someone's out for like a half an hour smoking a cigarette. But there's also if that's what it takes for them to have a smile and get on the rest of the night, then that's the least the least damaging that I could ask is like, hey, go ahead and take the time you need. Because some people like they'll ask me, they're like, can I just go and take a breather? Like, yeah, go ahead. Do whatever you need. I mean, if you need to take a break, just take a break. You don't need to smoke a cigarette. Take a break. That's a positive way to look at it. Brian is trying to get one of his coworkers fired, um, and he is using the cigarette thing as an excuse to yeah. get them oh. fired. Okay, mm-hmm. I can I can help. Some, I mean, if you want to sabotage someone to get them fired, I can help you with that too. That's the other. That's the other thing that I do. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, because wow. like, we would love ideas on because like not only does she take so many breaks for cigarettes, she also like misses whole days for her child is sick. Like, come on, just work, okay? That's, right. that's, I mean, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, it's yeah. it's uh, uh, if if a child is sick and you care about that child, it's it's there's a lot of things changing in society now, and I think a lot of them are for the better. Because why are we trained to not care about people first and just our job? That like if you work at a job, they don't care about you either, dude. You're, you're just workers, so why are you giving them so much respect? Yeah. If you were a guy, they get replaced with someone else. So why are you giving them more respect than one of your coworkers that could be somebody that actually cares about you? You never really know. Yeah, they don't mm. care about us. <laughs> care about care your like family and your friends, not th- not the boss, man. Or just choose who you care about. Like, sometimes yeah. people, some of us have families that are not. <laughs> it's like some of us. Everyone's like, "Hey, it's like family." I was like, you know, my family's kind of messed up. So I don't really, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, we so, all have a lot of stuff. Choose who gives you positive vibes, man. Let's take a cigarette break from this interview real quick, and mm-hmm. let's do a segment we call "Chefs I Prepared for You." Uh, this is a segment where we talk about what we had for dinner last night and only last night and present it as if we're presenting it to the judges on Top Chef. There will be a winner. It'll probably be you, Avishar. Um, but I'll go first. Uh, chefs, I prepared for you. Baked macaroni and cheese, sautéed kale, sweet potato casserole, and chipotle spice chicken drumsticks. Is this your mac and cheese from Thanksgiving This leftovers? is my Thanksgiving leftovers. You're not sick of it yet? No, I, I I have it once a year. How can I be sick of it? That's true. I have it's going to be gone tomorrow. Did but you crush, was, did you like go through the whole tray? Have you like finished the whole casserole dish? Oh my, I'm almost finished with it wow. by tomorrow. Will be finished. Ah, oh, so glorious. I'm I'm learning about myself and my body that I am lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. and um, I but I refuse to accept it. Is it's the thing, <laughs> and I will just eat all these Thanksgiving foods, which are when you cook food, you realize that it's all butter and milk and cheese. And then you go, why is my tummy hurt? Mm-hmm. It's Thanksgiving. None of my food makes me sick. Why, why is my tummy hurt so bad? 
and it's mm-hmm. and it's probably because I can't do mm-hmm. lactose. And to that I say, nice try, body. We're still eating it. I don't think so. No. Okay. Any questions about what I cooked or? Um, what was the inspiration of your dish? Mm. Uh, well, Thanksgiving, because I had the baked macaroni and cheese, um, and then I had the leftover kale. I had to finish sweet potatoes that I made. As, uh, that was also Thanksgiving leftovers. Um, and then I had run out of turkey, so I needed a protein. And I was like, well, these drumsticks are looking mighty good. So I seasoned those bad boys up and put them in the old oven. Sounds great. So, almost like a whole week of Thanksgiving-esque leftovers. Flavors of Thanksgiving, all in a nice melting pot. Yep. <laughs> and they all get along in my tummy. No lactose intolerance over here. <laughs> Lucky. Yeah, fortunate. I only have it with... Uh, steamed milk and we have a coffee shop and i hate mornings more than anything else i don't like waking up but uh because we have coffee there i can now wake up to go and get coffee yes my place uh in the morning i can't do like a straight shot of espresso i have to cut it so i'll do like a portado but that involves steaming milk so it's always like my ritual is i go there make the coffee run to the bathroom there's mm-hmm. <laughs> like are you okay i was like it's just you know like you said it's a cost of doing business it's the cost yeah <laughs> nothing mm-hmm. nothing good in life is, is free yeah <laughs> life's not fair yeah. cost of being the boss yeah mm. so that's, that's the cost but you got to taste so that's my justification is like, if it doesn't taste good there then how do i know you know yeah. how will i know <laughs> chefs <laughs> chefs i prepared for you some turkey chili with um some kidney beans some lentils um what else was in it um that's about it okay there was tomatoes and you know there are other bases that you need to build it out you guys can start writing the stuff down Mm, i like to go right off the old Mm, was this ground turkey or was leftover turkey from thanksgiving ground turkey okay baby what if it was just like you just tore up pieces of turkey, like a baked turkey, just threw it in there, tore it up pieces. That would have been cool, right? That would have been different. I don't know yeah. how the consistency would hold up if I kind of cook it down like that. It probably wouldn't taste the same, but worth an experiment. I feel like that's a different dish. It's more maybe of a soup. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey, turkey chili soup. Mm-hmm. If I had a laboratory, I'd, I'd make a turkey that can fly. Yeah. Yeah. These ground yeah. turkeys. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 nice. <laughs> That's what you would do with your laboratory. Clip that. Wait, yeah. clip that. Yeah. So we have a new clip to put at the end of the episode. <laughs> it's Abishar saying, "Ha ha ha, nice." So that goes to the end of every episode now. <laughs> I, I got sound bites. Don't worry. If you, if you need more, I, to, I, can, I got like a little a backpack burger for you. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. It just depends on you have to choose your rating. Uh, you have to choose your cultural appropriateness for uh, which culture, and then we can go. Right. you like spin the wheel three times then i can give you a sound bite <laughs> we'll let jamal do it uh chefs <laughs> last night i prepared for you so trader joe's has this like bag of jackfruit barbecue that you put in the microwave for like a All minute right. and then you eat it and um it tasted like garbage and i didn't eat any of it. i had like <laughs> three bites of it and then i couldn't eat any more of it because it was so bad Jackfruit barbecue. Yeah, because they like to make jackfruit and pull it apart and make you think that it's a pulled pork because I don't eat the pork. So, but the the barbecue sauce itself was so bad. Like I don't mind the consistency of jackfruit when it's turned into pulled pork like that, but like it's not a good barbecue sauce. And I didn't have buns, so I ate it on sourdough bread. It didn't help either. No, it's not a good dinner. So, what did you actually eat then? That. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, no. <laughs> it sounds like you didn't like it. So what did no. you actually you I didn't went eat bed, anything? I went to bed hungry. If I didn't what? like it, so I went to bed hungry. You know the no, rule. That would be me. If I was you know up to dinner, I'd be like, nope, ordering food. Come on, the rules are you eat it or you go to bed hungry. You eat it and like it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. For sure. Okay. Um, chefs, I've prepared for you. The, <laughs> finest, <laughs> the finest nostalgic dishes. Something that uh may seem a little strange at first, but when you think about it, it really starts to make sense. Um, it starts with a cinco carne, a bolognese. Um, and okay. Cinco carne means you got five different meats, right? Oh my Slowly God. stewed in, in a, uh, actually, sous vide. So we cooked it sous vide for sous 24 vide. hours. Oh my God. So on top of that, we have something very interesting. Um, it's inspired by my trip to Argentina. Uh, oh, it's a caca sauce. So we've got a nice. Can you say that one more time? A guasacaca is the name Quasicaca. of the sauce. Guasacaca. Guasacaca. Was it caca? Yes. Guasacaca. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. But it's it's real. It's, that is the name of it. But you can look it up. I, I promise I'm not making this up. So yeah. Fine. It's it's a uh, fine. It's fine. Quasicaca. Herbal salsa, right? It's green salsa. On top of uh-huh. that, we've got for you the next layer. The next layer is amazing. Amazing. It's a. Uh, it is the king of lettuces. Iceberg lettuce is just finely chiffonaded on top of wow. the salsa. We want to dress this iceberg with the finest of salsa, matcha, a nice chili salsa with peanuts <sighs> and sesame, topped with a local smoked cheddar cheese inside okay. of a frico, a corn frico, sealed with a pepper jack queso, and finished Jeez. with a outside crispy flaky bread made at your local Taco Bell. That's a cheesy gourmet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So I ate a cheesy gordita crunch last night. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wait. At first I was like, I can't even picture what this thing looks yeah. like. I couldn't either. I was like, is that a prepared hot. bit? Is that a prepared bit? Or you're no, just I off just the top of your I dome just, just wet through a cheesy gordita crunch? I, I, don't, I can't prepare anything. That's that's literally, I was just describing a cheesy gordita crunch in the way that I would sell it to you. Wow. <laughs> that's insane. Good specifics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's a mixed meat. I want to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you, Abishar. As you were telling this, I was getting really angry. So I was like, "These top chefs who come on this show, and we do this bit with, they always got to go overboard with what they're having." And I was getting real steamed. Boy, mm. you pulled me out the gates of hell as soon as you said. That's all I do, man. It's uh, I'm, I'm, I would say that I, I, I was not born a chef, and I still don't know if I am one. But I do know that I like Taco Bell. Mm. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on. Quick question: <laughs> Have you had Del Taco? Uh, we have recently. Uh, Del Taco has opened up in, in Ohio. Uh, I, I have heard that it can be good. My experiences so far have been varied. Okay, mm-hmm. I had it once uh, and I liked it better. Um, I mean, you can like what you like. You know, some people, some that's people true. like to eat like the poop van in a shrimp. It's it's your it's your prerogative. Whatever that's you my like, favorite part. Like. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> someone's talking for my people. I yeah. love a poop van. Yeah, I yeah. eat the shell personally. I, I eat the shells. Like I eat the shell in the head. That's the best part. Like people are like sucking on it. Like you just eat the head. It's it's fine. I, have a shot. I drink the ocean. You drink okay. I drink the ocean. Okay. Okay. It's not good thing. for him. Yeah, I think that's really what his stomach problem is. Really I, I do have a degree in biology, and it would suggest that you do not do that in the future if you wish to continue to. Oh, thank you. Degree, I'm sure we've so been trying to tell Brian this, and it's so nice to have someone who's an expert that can really <laughs> explain it to him. Expert is not the word I would say. I, would say I, I identify with people. I see. <laughs> I see. It's just everyone is always like, these oysters take, taste like the ocean. Just drink the ocean. That's what I do. <laughs> Cut out the middleman. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I just, just all things in moderation. Um, 
maybe you just quit drinking altogether um, and just, uh, you know, just, just eat. You want me to freeze the ocean and eat it frozen? Is that better for me? It would be very hard to freeze the ocean because it's yeah. high. So I mean, it'd be very cold. It might freeze you as you're drinking it. In the words of the guy from Have I Met Your Mother, challenge accepted. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you actually do go forth to do this challenge, I was not here. Um, I can't. Avishar told me to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm Danny. I don't know who Avishar is. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's Danny? Yeah. yeah who's it? <laughs> do you go by home. Danny? Uh, depends. So earlier in my life, uh, my parents nicknamed my brother and I, he's Bobby and I am Danny. He's Avishak and Avishar. Uh, my parents to this day still call me Danny and all of my childhood friends call me Danny. When I got to middle school, uh, my history teacher was like, well, I'm going to call you Avishar because that's your real name. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you can tell me what you want to call me because now it's appropriate for you to call me that. Whatever, whatever's cool. Uh, but yeah, they, you can always tell if someone knows me because um, they'll come into the restaurant and they'll be like, hey, is, is a is uh, I'm, I'm really good friends with Avishar. They're like, no, you're not, because if you know him, you say one, one, you know, you know that Avishar has no friends, so it's already a lie. Mm. Uh, so secondarily, <laughs> my friends are childhood, my family called me Danny. So like Danny is like the, the now that I'm giving that away, people know some point saying, hey, I know Danny. But yeah, that's uh, that's a sign of when they became my friends. Uh, past high school and college, everyone just called me Avishar, whatever. But I, I'm fine with either. Just, you know, don't call me asshole or whatever. Anything other than that, it's fine. You know what <laughs> so, I say? Don't don't call me late. Uh, that's, that's, uh, I'm always late. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm on time. Yeah, yes, I see. Ah, very nice, very nice. All right, so who wins buzzing, this? Buzzing, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes, as they say on <laughs> How I Big Banged. Okay, so how we do, here's how buzzing. we do this. Uh, uh, we have to vote, but here's the thing. You cannot vote for yourself. Mm-hmm. And also, everyone needs to erase from their minds that great description that nope. Danny Avishar nope. gave of his meal yes. all right so we all can vote you can't vote for yourself i'll go first i'm voting for abishar mm-hmm. i'll Great. go second um i'm going to vote for abishar yeah. and i'm gonna vote third and i'm gonna vote for danny oh you can't that's a, that person is i'm throwing my vote away i, I see how this works okay, I, i'm uh, i'm voting for um uh before Jamal Jackson Reeves. Mm, All Jamal right. Jackson Reeves. That's that's good. never happened. That also you also threw your vote away by voting yeah. for yeah. you wrote in a fake candidate. So, you why are you, for, why, you gotta, Vader. why are you gonna force me to do stuff all the time? Can't kind of just be me? Like come on. Okay. Well you win. You win. <laughs> What's my you, prize? Hundred thousand dollars. Can I see you dunk that uh, that hoop back there? Can that be my price? Can you just go and dunk it as hard as possible. Just go, go dunk the hoop. Go ahead, please. All right, hold on. <laughs> Good thing I'm wearing pants today. <laughs> With this or the All fish? Right. I just I want to see you take the. I want to see you take hey, it down. Just take it down. Here we go. Pad. For the listeners at home, Brian is now going now for a big dunking. donkey. Oh, he, he bounced it. it to himself between the legs, oh, and he missed the dunk. He missed the dunk. dunk. He went and then the second low. one in, but yes. he missed the first one. That's embarrassing. Let's see what he yes. says. Oh, very, very good. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, I give that. Um, you know, so uh, it was <laughs> okay. <laughs> the ball, the ball did go in the hole. So um, that did happen. Very good. <sighs> That's your prize. You're in the wrong <laughs> business. You should be cooking at the comedy club. <laughs> uh, never too late. It's never too late. Jamal, you said that Tom wrote a poem. Yeah, yeah. Abishar, if you have a second, 
I'd love to share something. Tom Colicchio actually does make us do this uh, podcast. He wants us to chronicle the entire history of Top Chef. Uh, okay. So when he knew that you were coming on, he did write something for you um, specifically. It's a little poem or a note that he wrote. Um, it, can I can I read it? This is from him. Um, yeah. Let me let me uh, let me get into my listening mode. I want to make sure I save every last word. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 You may you may begin. All right. It says for Avishar. Oh, Danny boy, oh, Danny boy, the piping spices are calling from kitchen to kitchen and down Portland's mountainside. The summer's gone and all the chefs are falling. Padma packed your knives and now you must say goodbye. But come ye back whenever Union Special is simmering. Hopefully it doesn't conflict with the new restaurant that's opening. I'll be in London wrapping up all my filming Lobster with double cream coffee. Was that you or a Shoda thing? When winters come, I hope your restaurants are all a flutter. Quick fires with Buckeye bonbons and brown butter. Forget the haters. They can't cook. They can only mutter. You're the cream of the crop like the milk straight from the udder. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. The plates, the plates are steaming. You cooked in a bubble while the rest of the world was screaming. I know you'd do better if you could go back and rewind, but unfortunately, your Bengali curry enough heat I could not find. You'll only grow, you'll only grow, become stronger with time, more talent than me at your age. I know you'll be just fine. And then he says, P.S. I had some trouble getting a reservation at Joyous. Uh, not sure if it's the internet in Columbus, but it just kept saying booked, but I never got an email confirmation. I hate to be that guy, but I live or die by that email confirmation. So when I didn't get it, I didn't want to drive to the restaurant and then be embarrassed when they asked me a second time. Sorry, what was the, what was the name of Almost, you almost have, you almost kept it together the entire time. You were doing so well. You gotta, you gotta deliver. So you see this, you, you, 99%, the last 1% is what, what makes experts experts. You let it go. We'll let you do it again, finish it. You gotta start from the yeah, beginning. Can I, can I do it again? I'll start from the very beginning. <laughs> And I'll play and I'll do the You almost had it. Irish <laughs> you were so close. I looked so at far. Brian. Brian so busted up. <laughs> Brian's face. I'm laughing. Here's, Don't look at anyone else. It's focusing on it. It's just here, about you. Here's here's why that. I'm here's why I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. Because Tom Colicchio wrote a poem that's basically doing a parody of the world's most Irish song. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the Italians don't like the Irish. Uh-huh. And here's how I know. My wife is 50-50, Irish, Italian. Dad, Irish, mom, Italian. When her dad would go visit her mom at her mom's house, her mom would, this is the story he would tell, would pull out a, a, a bar of Irish spring soap and she would smell it and she would go, this stuff stinks. <laughs> just, just to mess with him because he's Irish. Okay. That shit goes to the bone. That's blood feud. Yeah. Wow. What a winding road that story was. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was more a good winding story. than this poem. Wait, was there, wait, was there a payoff somewhere there, or was it? Was it just? Um, yeah. So what I was saying. So what I was saying is that the Irish and the Italians don't like each other. And the ah. example that I gave was that she would pull out soap that's very Irish, and say, "Ooh, this stinks." And was it potato soap? Yes, and then and then he would pull out a, a Sunday gravy, and he would go, "This stuff sucks." Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So there was no payoff. Abishar, uh, you said in an interview. You said in an interview that you had never cooked Tucker before, and that to you said, and I quote, "At that point, I just figured it's a bird, but I've never tasted it before." Once I got it, I tried it raw. I took a little bit of a taste. So my question for you was, what's salmonella like? Uh, uh, what is it like? Uh, yeah. To be honest, so if you want to be on the serious side for a second, your chance of getting salmonella from even eating raw chicken is very, 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 very low. Um, it's it's just done to be safe for most people. Uh, but I don't know about the, if you could tell me the percentage of chuckers that have salmonella, I, I would be more or less inclined at the time. I had no idea. And also, I figured, whatever, I'm going on. But generally, I'll taste raw stuff. I don't encourage people to do it. But I have this rule. It's really kind of, it's, it's whatever. It's, uh, when if someone gives me something, they go, hey, is this good or not? I just put it in my mouth. I, I do uh, all, almost all the time. I haven't died yet. Uh, I've, I've gotten sick very little from it. But you can usually tell right away if, if you should be eating it or not. Um, the problem is sometimes it's not food they're putting. They're people trick so, you. People yeah, trick you. Me, you almost I, had I it. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's not, but it is. It's, you know, people give me all kinds of stuff. So it was it was actually from childhood. So I'll tell you a childhood story of mine. Is um, my mom remembers that I wouldn't eat anything, but I did eat candy a lot. So uh, they wouldn't give me a lot of candy. They wouldn't give me a lot of anything actually. But um, well, there was one time I got a gumball from the corner machine, and it fell out, fell under the ground into a into a gutter. Um, and my parents were like. What are you going to do? And I was like, oh, I'm going to throw it away. So I went and threw it away. And then they went away. And my mom said she turned around three steps later. And so she's like, what are you doing? She said she saw my hand in the trash. And I was like, nothing. And then she's like, open your mouth. And I had it. Like, I just like to eat trash, I guess. So maybe that's me. And that, that's why I like Taco Bell. Gutter trash nice. gumball. Gutter <laughs> yes. trash gumball. Nice. Uh, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll try anything three times. You know, Because some people will try it once. Uh, second time is to be sure the third time is because I'm crazy. Yep. Set the pattern and then yeah. do it. That's the game. Mm-hmm. And it's a dangerous game to just be putting things in your mouth when people say try this. That's my job. I mean, I chose this occupation. No one forced me to do it. <laughs> and anybody ever put a like a Lego man in your hand and you go, okay, you put Lego man in your mouth? I have. I mean, so I was also told. I don't know if you guys heard this, but like I was told, you're supposed to eat the fortune. A fortune cookie for it to come true. Is that just just a, someone? So my parents are not from from here, this country. So I just listened to it. Like I'm like, oh yeah. I believe that everyone wants me to succeed. So I, that's, that was my childhood. I would just do things because people were like, yeah, that's normal. So is it normal or not? I don't actually know. I've oh, never boy, eaten the paper him. of a fortune cookie yeah. before, okay. but that's not, not to on say purpose. that it's not right. Okay. Not I'm on purpose. If there's like yeah. lore, uh, fortune lore or whatnot. I think there is. It's about consuming your lore. Like you have got to become your fortune maybe. I know you okay. burn them sometimes in like Wiccan culture. You yeah. burn something. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe your parents yeah. are just punking you. Yeah. Uh, well, my parents didn't tell me that. It was uh, the people oh. that I, I was hanging out with. So. Oh, so they punked you? Are these yeah, the people yeah, that still call you? Dude. I'm still still being punked. I'm still convinced that this is uh, this is all a simulation. I wasn't actually on Top Chef. It was just a terrible joke. Mm. <laughs> no, you were. We saw it. Yeah, uh, you were there. Uh, how do I know that you're not part of the simulation? Uh, um, well, because I'm too stupid to be a computer. Let's yeah. do. Do you think um, a computer would come up with that <laughs> that poem? Come on. I'd be the world's <laughs> worst poem. simulation. Did you, did you pre-write that? You didn't. You didn't. Tom wrote it. Tom wrote it. I didn't. Tom, write it. Tom pre-write that. Tom yes. wrote that literally today. He sent it to mm-hmm. me in an email. He said, "Hey, uh, give so it's so weird because I mean, if uh, if I, I mean, I know you would never lie to me. Um, I wonder how Tom tried to make a reservation at a walk-in-only restaurant." That's well, the problem. That's seems the like. thing. That's yeah, why the, that's it's why weird, it's right? so weird. The PS is like, oh, oh I, know. Was, I think he, I think he was trying to look for 
Hoyas, not Joyas. So he probably sent it to Hoyas. He wanted to go to a basketball oh. game. He wanted yeah, to go, he to, wanted to, go to a basketball game in Washington, D.C. He said, I want to see Allen Iverson play basketball for yeah. the Hoyas. <laughs> yeah, Where's Patrick Ewing? Thompson. Yeah, or Horace Grant, you know. Uh, yeah. Good days. <laughs> did Horace Grant go to, to Georgetown? No, no, he didn't. Oh, maybe his brother? Thinking, I was thinking of my favorite NBA jam players. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Jordan's never on those. They didn't want to they want to get paid more. Let's do the um we're getting long. Jamal, do you want to do last yeah. chance edition? Um yeah, this last chance edition, then we'll go to the last segment. We'll be we'll we'll call it quits for your time. Um last chance edition. If there's anything you want to say. Anything you want to get off your chest about your time on Top Chef? Anything like you would go back and tell a younger Danny before competing? This is your chance. This is your last chance edition. Or like you, what you would say if you had like Tom right in your face right now? Like what yeah. would you like? Any and he and he's told you he won't hit you no matter yeah. what you say. This could be anything you want. Yeah, I mean that never really scared me. Like you know, my mom's pretty scary. So <laughs> Tom, Tom was Tom was actually very cool. So I have got no no beef with Tom whatsoever. He was very very kind person. He's, he's you know he's real. He's he's a person that uh, is a chef first. So uh, there was nothing that I would really say to Tom other than thank you. Uh, if I were to give like there would be two pieces of advice. If there was a piece of advice that I'd say is like actual advice for anyone is um, you know like I'm from Columbus, Ohio, and I don't have any like awesome background or anything, and I somehow got on Top Chef. So if you think that um, you couldn't do it, I disagree. Anyone can do it really. Like if you just believe in yourself and stick with it. And that's what you want to do. Maybe you'll get there. Um, or if you, secondly, if you want to get on there, reach out to me, uh, send me a check for $15,000 and I might be able to recommend you for the show. That'd be the best ooh, advice. $15,000 gets your recommendation. The recommendation. Ooh, I can't yep. guarantee it will work or not. And I can't guarantee that I'll actually send the recommendation, but I'll definitely write it for you. But you'll okay. definitely get the check. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Would I get to see what you wrote before you either sent it or not? No, because if, if I, you see it, then it's a, it's a breach and it's not going to work. Yeah. Well, if mm. I'm writing $15,000, I don't want to know what you wrote. I trust yeah. you. Yeah. That makes I, it legal, actually. Yeah, if yeah it does. It. Yeah. It's, uh, it says it on the contract that was written by Tom and Padma. Uh, they mm. hand wrote it for me personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I was going to say, Padma went to night school to be a lawyer, to be a lawyer, right? Uh, I am not a hundred percent sure of all of her history. Uh, she seems like she's got a lot of awesome experience under her belt of things that she yeah. did. Do. Yeah, and Gail couldn't pass the bar. It's uh, you know, I I couldn't. I would argue that I couldn't pass the MCAT, but I mean, it's not a passable test. It's just you get a number. It's uh, tests are tests are difficult, man. Like, why do they give you a test that tests you on your ability to take a test? What, what is that all about? Like, yeah. What, what? Why do you do that? <laughs> it's, it's so hard. Yeah. Also, just trying to keep you down. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that was a very depressing test, and it was like seven hours long. And uh, like, if you want to use the bathroom, you have to like give them your fingerprint to like go to. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Not not fun. Don't recommend. <laughs> top chef. Top chef would use. <laughs> all right was there a second piece of advice you had i thought you said uh, the first he said one. it fifteen thousand dollars to him it'll write yeah, you yeah, 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 it's uh don't get in your own head about the stuff like if you're gonna do the, the things like you're already there for a reason so just do what you do like don't spend so much time thinking about like, oh, you're gonna like this or it's gonna be terrible. Um, and then just don't don't sabotage other contestants. It's just so dumb. Like, what are you doing? Like, grow up. <laughs> it's like, we have a professional industry. Like, what we're not. If you wanted to do that stuff, go on like a go on another reality show. 
Yeah, Go on that show that's called like Rat in the Kitchen, where they the whole thing is that you're sabotaging. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the thing is like the thing that is a little little challenging about that uh, program is like how many people like you guys didn't know me before, right? And you're not going to know that if I can cook rice ever because you don't fool me to me make bad rice. And that kind of sucks because like I go back to my life and uh, it translates back to my life. On that, yeah. That's perception. So that, that, that's kind of unfortunate. But it also goes like if I hit that throw in my life, like that I, I have now been judged and put down in this place, like would also have to lose. I can just do whatever now. Right. Yeah. So, like I've been I've been I would say it's as simple as like to be publicly humiliated. The cool thing is, like, once that's done, you're like, well, I'm still alive. So, you know, like, I can, now I can go and do stuff. And it's okay to, it's okay to, be, to mess up. It's fine. Do it a lot. Mess up all the time. All right. Um, are you watching the World Cup? Uh, parts of it, yeah. Um, I have some, uh, a lot of my kitchen teams from Oaxaca. So they were they experienced a very tough loss a few days ago. And they're they're mad at America right now for us winning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only reason. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only the people from Mexico are mad at America. Yeah, only reason. reason. Mm-hmm. One, one, one of you, but they're, they're mad. They're mad about that. They're like, damn it, y'all got to root it for us. <laughs> <laughs> All like, right. Last segment, and then we'll call it quits. This is a segment we do with everyone that we have who's a guest from Top Chef. Um, it's called Add Foam, Debone, and Send Home. <clears throat> this is where you select from one of the three of us, me, Reeves, or Brian. Who would you add foam to? Who would you debone? And who would you send home? Mm-hmm. Really, whatever you wanted it to and mean. And they mean whatever you want them to mean. Whatever you want. It's very serious. So really think about it. Add phone, debone, send home. Okay. I think I know how this is going to go. But you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to uh, add phone to Brian Jackson, send phone to Jamal, and... Uh, I guess deep bone reefs. So yeah, you got the side, you got the, you won, you got the only actual one. <laughs> okay. That <Yeah>. was <laughs> almost perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see yeah. what's going on. Yes. Here. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure your brain works too fast for us. Um, uh, it's actually the best thing to do is just turn it off and let it happen. <laughs> it's like if I think about it, then that's, then I, I'll just be like this the entire time. Like, <laughs> just, just silent uh or you hear me say uh i guess you'll know when someone's nervous but they keep saying uh or and or um uh <laughs> that just means uh the, the thought isn't clear so if you if you ever watch like top chef and stuff it's hard to edit out the us so you'll know if someone is actually nervous by mm. keep saying uh yeah it's it's cool to see uh once you're actually there you can start watching it from like a different perspective it's like oh Ah, I was nervous. Oh, everyone is falling asleep at Jenna's table. It's crazy. <laughs> That's not, you should always, whenever you're seeing, like you're all focused on the guy that's like shitting on, like on the, on the bottom three, try and watch the chefs in the background. And you'll see that they're not actually emoting. They're just trying to fall asleep because they're so tired because they've been there for like three hours. <laughs> they're yeah. just, they're, like one of my eyes are closed. I'm just like this. And they're like, man, you really must be feeling for whoever. And I was like, no, no, I'm just trying to go to bed, man. It's just been a long day. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look out for that for Top yeah. Chef London when it comes out. Yeah. That'll be uh-huh. good. Abishar, you've been a great well, they guest. They sleep on the other side of the bed there. Yeah, mm. yeah. The, there's a lot of interesting things about London, some of which I can't talk about right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can just someone's someone's got a it. guest <laughs> appearance on the London season. Okay. Oh, no, no, not me. No, no that's tough. Yeah, I have yeah. relatives in London. <laughs> okay. They're okay. on the show. We can see them They're on, on the Top Chef yeah. London. Yeah. Are they going to be on Top Chef uh, Avishar, you're a great guest. Thank you so much for coming on and giving us your time. Is there anything you want to plug? Talk, talk about your restaurants one more time. Um, I mean, I don't really need to, I don't really feel the need to plug too much, but if you're in Columbus, uh, and you want to visit, uh, we have a choice in Nagi. What I would recommend is you get on this official 
Pod Chef podcast. This is a very fun time. Awesome hosts. Uh, Primo recording equipment. Uh, okay, very, all very right. User user friendly. Okay. Easy to log in, easy to log out interface. So uh, highly recommend. Eleven out of ten. Eleven out <laughs> and, of ten. And most of that, and all of that was true. Oh, you know, I told true. my friend the other day I was. Remember that part where I said you told me to lie a lot? Yeah, it's obviously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian, edit that part, that part out. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> cut everything after this. Uh, you've been a great guest, Avishar. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Brian Reeves, any last words? Anything? No, rate and review. We got a new review. We'll talk about it another time. We did. Uh, we, we got 41. Yeah, we don't have time. We don't have time to talk about it. Wait, don't have time. We don't have time. Wait, wait. Is it good or bad? Is it good or bad? It's good. I'm curious. Until next time. Wait, Avishar wants to hear it. And wait, what really? Yeah, it's very I, good. I, I, have, it, right? I have to read my reviews all the time. I want to hear yours. Come on. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And we are much like hearing people yell at me, so I want to hear something. But do you respond yours. on Yelp? Dale told told us that he responds on Yelp, and he does. He's very petty on Yelp, and it's very funny. I, I don't actually use. Uh, so I stayed off Reddit and Yelp uh, afterwards. I I respond to like uh, Google review or our business response Google reviews, and we just keep a certain tone because like. I don't know if you, I don't know how old you guys are around, but I went around when like AOL started, and I spent a lot of time arguing on the internet when I was a child. That's and I'm me. surprised that I'm surprised that adults are still arguing on the internet like children and taking it seriously when there's like no like no like accountability liability. So I just focus on the positive stuff. Like you know, there's like some really cool cat videos these days. Um, mm. It's amazing what you can do with like uh, with a roll of duct tape and like a backflip. So, uh, but the review, about, more more important is your review at the cure test. Do you know about Maru, the cat on the internet called Maru? I don't actually. Oh, check that I'll look out. it up. Yeah. Change okay. your life. Nice. Awesome. Wait, it still says we only have 40, but there is a new one that says, okay, here's it says. And I'm always oh saying this God. because this I was trying to ask for it. This is my least yeah. favorite. The, so the headline is Best Top Chef Podcast. First of all, wow, thank you. Here's the review. I stumbled upon this show when I started my own Top Chef rewatch last year. Kept listening after realizing we shared some opinions about the show. I wonder what those are. Now getting a new episode for my drive to work is a highlight of the week. Super funny hosts and recently especially some great insightful interviews with former Chef Tessens. Wow! That, see, I, I actually wrote that review while I was talking. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that checks out. Well, thank you for the five stars, Avatar. Yeah, five stars that, really helps. 11 out of 10, right? <laughs> yeah, it's out of 10. So that's not bad. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much, guys. Uh, that was great. It was fun, yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. If you need anything else from me, just reach out to my email. Thanks so much. Well, Bye. see ya. Bye. Wait, Jamal, uh, do you want to say the thing? What thing? Wrap oh, it up. We're going to leave the show. Oh, um, until next time, we're going to pack our knives and go. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll just stop. This is fun. This is great, guys. You guys got something here. This is fun. Uh, 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 nice.